would have been, I I know, we would have been standing there for And it's been a long time minutes. ago, but it wasn't just me. It wasn't just <laughs> Angie. True. There were like 10 of us. We couldn't get in the freaking room. And <laughs> if you're listening, those people know, or watching, yeah. those people know who they are. <laughs> oh, my god! I gosh. don't remember. We didn't, did we get, we didn't get out. No. We couldn't get in, we couldn't get out. So well, we didn't make it. We're lucky we're not still there. Starting, sustaining, and having a successful small business is hard, but you already knew that. But wouldn't it be great to have a podcast that talks to and digs in to the people who've made it? Problem solved. This is Local Vibes, small business success stories. Talking to successful small businesses from around America. You'll hear awesome stories about how they got started and how they survived and thrived online and in their communities. We find out their special vibe. Welcome to Local Vibes. Brought to you by UltimateOnlineMarketing.com. Now, here are your hosts, Pat and Angie Cherubini. All right, let's do this. We do not want scripted, so we just say, hey, what's going on? If we we veer off some other path, that's where we go. Well, I mean, I think we need to say, um, you know, welcome to you, Kim, and thanks for, for coming on here. And Kim Workman is actually a client of ours. How long has it been? How long? Have, it, it's been a good About, about six years, give or take. Six? Really? Wow. Wow. I didn't realize it, it really had been that long. I knew it was a long time, but I didn't know it had been that long. Um, yes, as I asked you guys to help me start the website, and this August, I will be in business for six years. That's fantastic. That's success right there, especially now. Yeah. The last two years, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit, but yes. why don't you just start off by telling us who you are and what you actually do, what your business is. Okay. My name is Kim Workman. I am the owner and operator of Escape It Escape Rooms in Newark, Ohio. We currently have three escape rooms um, and we are on Sirocco Avenue in Newark. Nice. So an escape room, that is... Yeah, explain to people exactly what an escape room is because I think some people might think it's... (laughs) Well, I'm scared of that. Panic room which is not exactly correct. The easiest way to describe an escape room is if I throw you in a jail cell, you have 45 minutes to try to get back out of that jail cell. And if you can get out in 45 minutes following the clues, different scenarios that I've left in the room for you, you'll probably be successful at getting out in 45 minutes. Awesome. And, you know, truth be told. Don't tell it. (laughs) We've been through it with our friends. And Kim actually had to give us a clue to get into. <laughs> we couldn't even get room. into this escape room, let alone escape from the escape room. So we had to cheat and have help. Oh, that was fun. Surely we're not the only ones, I hope. You are not the only <laughs> That's ones. Good. Um, a challenge can even be getting into the building even when the door is unlocked. So really? Yes. A lot of people, they have to pull, and by code, the door is actually a push. 
Oh, interesting. <laughs> well, that's pretty cool. Well, Kim, how? Tell us how. How did you get started? What made you decide? Hey, now is the day that I want to start an escape room. Well, all my life I've wanted to start my own business. Played the devil's advocate for myself. Could never come up with something that I thought would be a success. And then about seven years ago, I went on a vacation, a family vacation, and we went to an escape room, which was something I had always wanted to do once I started seeing them coming up and becoming popular. And I absolutely fell in love with it. So I came home and drove 21st Street, drove 79, looking for the perfect location and kind of got frustrated and gave up a little bit. Then I realized that there was a building for sale um, in my own family, that my dad had a building for sale that he and his brother had worked to put up. It was a building that had been used as a lawnmower repair business. So it took me a year to clean it, but I did turn it into the tape room that it is currently. Got a lot of the grass and oil off of the ground and yeah. gasoline out here. If I, t- I think I told you once, I don't know if you remember, I actually was a customer of your dad in that, in that shop. I was a boat mechanic in a previous life and he was <laughs> one of the few that could actually do the machine work on the engines that we need. And I was in that a few times. Now, I yep. remember how, how much grease was in there. <laughs> yeah. It's serious. So it took you a year. What's that? It seriously took you guys a year to clean it up. It did. My dad and I spent some time with blow torches and scrapers and on the floor and patching holes because things had hung from the ceiling, getting machinery out of the building. Um, I like to say it was kind of like getting a little boy to clean his room because dad didn't want to move a lot of the stuff. I bet he didn't so get rid of much either. Pushing it out the door so that he could make way for my stuff. Well, I think you succeeded at that because it doesn't look anything like a machine shop anymore. It doesn't look like a machine shop, and it doesn't even smell like a machine shop. And oh, that, that was that—that's key. <laughs> so, does your <laughs> does your family work with you? Absolutely, my dad does all of my building for me. Whenever I say I need this, he steps right up and is able to make it for me. I didn't and know that. It, that's awesome. Yep. Occasionally, when I am not available to run a group, my mom will step in and run the group for me. Fantastic. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So they've supported you uh, the whole step of the way in this from the very Pretty beginning? Much. Pretty much. Normally, mom is the one that will tell me no when it comes to an idea. Dad is usually the one that tells me yes when it comes to an idea. However, when I proposed the idea of starting an escape room, they flip-flopped on me. Um, Mom said yes, and Dad said no. Really? Yeah. Later on, I found out that Dad didn't want to do all of the work involved, but he got suckered into it because Mom said yes. So here we are six years later. Dad and I are running it, and every once in a while I get a phone call from my mother saying, don't you have something for your dad to do? (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That's awesome. A lot of dads get handed jobs like that. Probably. Probably. So, you know, in all this time that in the six years that that you've been open, 
What is one of your most memorable moments? My customers have a lot of laughs to me. And I would say the most memorable couple came in one night with a group of, with two other friends and they called it Goodwill night. They had gone to Goodwill shopping together. The ladies picked out the clothes for the men and the men picked out the clothes for the ladies. They were told that they had to wear them out in public. So they've not only gone to dinner in their garb, but they had also come to escape it. And everyone looked nice, but you could tell that there was something going on. And so when I asked, that's what they explained to me was it was Goodwill night and they were out on the town in the outfits that the significant other had picked out. That is awesome and that is a great idea. <laughs> I hope it's a great idea, but I hope the heck our friends are, aren't listening that's, to this. That's a scary thought. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. And recently they came back in just dressed in normal street clothes for a date night with the same couple. So they were doing the same exact thing, but just in, you know, what they had actually pulled out of their own personal closets to go out in. That is awesome. And they're a local couple or local people? Yes. That is a fantastic idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. So, you so know. Sometimes fun around here and everyone's welcome to come as they are. Oh, yeah. What a fun business because everybody's there for a good time. You know, it's entertainment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that brings us to the question what have you done the last couple of years? You know, how terrible has everything been oh, yeah it really did a number on us especially because we were in one of the businesses that had to close during that mandatory shutdown um a lot of people are not coming out based on the mask mandate and things like that but being off of the main drag being off of 21st street off of 79 the rent in this building is so much more reasonable that it made it not profitable, but we were able to break even and pay, continue paying the bills, even with a lot fewer customers coming in through the door. Now that we've seen the mask mandate change, we've also seen our numbers increase as far as customers. Oh, that's fantastic. Are they repeat customers or new? We get a lot of repeat customers. We even have customers that'll say, we've done all three rooms. When are you going to change them again? Let us know. Those are the kind of customers that we like to keep in contact with and let them know, hey, we've changed your room. Would you like to come in for free and test it for us? Because every room we we run test groups through to see how long it takes them to see what trips them up, what doesn't trip them up, what might be too easy, what might be too hard to get a good indication of if we've built the room well or not. Where does one learn how to play all these tricks on people? Is there an escape room association? It's all in Kim's head. That's a very good I don't use any of it, though. It's all right here. Yeah. How many other escape rooms have you been to besides your own? Maybe a dozen. Really? In the past six years. Six or seven years, maybe a dozen. Running out and laughing at people all the way. That would be fun, though. You can see us. Creating can't you, when that. Is there other cameras in there? Yeah, I yes. knew it. 
Even when you do think we are. Look at that idiot. He can't even get in the room. How are they going to get out? (laughs) So that was, you know, obviously the last two years have been a challenge for you as a small business and really for everyone that's been a small business. Almost everyone. Some people thrived, but... Um, are there any other challenges when you, when you guys started up, you know, what were the challenges? Like, how did you, in the very beginning, how did you get people in there? It was really word of mouth. We try to make sure our customers are having a good time and encourage them to post or comment on Facebook or Instagram or anything that they're using. Um, another technique has been if they're going out to dinner, them inviting them to the escape room first so that if you go to dinner with folks that you don't necessarily know very well or you have trouble starting conversations with the escape room is a wonderful topic to discuss at dinner that's that's how everyone performs yeah so it really helps and sometimes we'll just give a couple business cards out and say leave this with your tip on your table so that the wait staff at the restaurant can pick up that there's an escape room here in town um just anybody that we pass or large promotions downtown newark Mm -hmm. setting out some business cards things like that because you either know and love an escape room or you don't know about them and some people can't stand them because they're claustrophobic or something like that but for the most part people are falling in love with them because they're finding their three-year-old can do them, and so can their hundred-year-old great-grandma or aunt. Right. Everyone has a different style, and we can, the grandma can sit down, and the three-year-old can run over to the corner and pick something up that she tells them to go get and bring it back to her, and she can understand it and send that three-year-old back out to be the the mover and the shaker in the room, but she's the brain. Yeah. That's, that's a great idea. Can people... Mm-hmm. Um, I know that probably some couples and small families wonder, you know, do you do the escape room by yourself or are you in there with other people? Can you be in there with other people too that you don't know? We we stopped doing blended groups when COVID hit. And a blended group is when you're paired with someone that you don't necessarily know. Someone can book the same room, same time, be in there with you. We stopped doing that when COVID hit. So now if you book it, you can bring whoever you want with you as long as you don't reach the maximum capacity for the room. A lot of people just do it as a couple. I had a couple come in last week and they said they did not want anybody else in the room with them because they'd already done a room with some of their friends and their friends irritated more than helped. Uh, At least they're honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Others of them, they'll come in with their friends and they'll come out shaking their head because they didn't win. And they'll say, we need smarter friends. Get better uh, friends. <laughs> yes. Most definitely. Now I come out high-fiving everybody because they've had a great successful time in there. Um, we've heard families fight in there. We've heard families get along in there. Any scenario that you can dream up in the six years, we've, we've probably seen it or been pretty close to it. Yeah that's how often do you change the rooms we like to change them every six to 12 months however with covid we haven't changed them for about two years 
Um, but some of the customers are starting to mention that we haven't changed them. So within the next few months, I'd say by the fall, at least two of the rooms will change. Cool. Yeah, so I'll be hearing from Kim. <laughs> <laughs> I Absolutely. do like, I, I do really like when you guys take the pictures of people at the end. That's, that's uh, kind of fun. And that yeah. gets people to share it. Yes. And they, a lot of times they like to write their own personal message about how they succeeded or didn't succeed. Um, some people even make a note that they did succeed when they really didn't. And oh. it's fine with me. Whatever you choose to say is perfectly fine. I just want people to have fun with it. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, um, when you started, were there any resources that really helped you to get your business online and to get your business moving? What kind of resources did you use? I mean, did you get, you got Facebook and so that helped you. Is that pretty much the Facebook, only, only thing that you use? Facebook, Instagram, the website that you guys created for me. I've driven a lot of people just to the website um business cards t-shirts but really word of mouth has been the most fantastic thing that we've done so far mm -hmm. um and the website because anything else that we really pay for such as a billboard or something even in a sporting event those little booklets that you have at sporting events that show business card size or half sheet size advertising Mm -hmm. Those don't seem to bring in the customers for us. It seems to be the word of mouth, the website, Facebook, social mark, social online marketing. Have you noticed any less reach on your Facebook posts? Because I know we talk about it all the time. They keep changing how many people see it. Have you noticed a, a downward trend or does it seem to be the same for you? When you post something, how many of your fans do you think are seeing it? You know, I don't know for certain because that number varies mm -hmm. all the time. It can be um, like a single digit, clear up to a triple digit as far as people that have seen it. Mm -hmm. I think maybe it has to do with who the person is in the picture and how yeah. much they're sharing some of that information or not sharing that information. And when I do ask people are not specific about Facebook or Instagram or anything like that. They're, but they'll say social media. Right. Oh, okay. And Do as you, we go along, that becomes so large of a category anymore, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They keep adding more. And I, I know because we talk about a lot of people think not that long ago when you made a post on your business Facebook page, it showed all your fans. Now, mm -hmm. They say it's like one to three percent, so you know it's hard to gauge. The better content you put out, and like you said, if it's somebody that has a big following themselves, it can go further. But it, it's hard to get Facebook to cooperate without giving them money. Yes, yes, it is definitely. Hey Kim, do you? Um, I know, I, I know, obviously because I created the website um, through your your booking system that you have. Are you able yes. to then recontact people? I mean, do you have a list that's started or or not? Yes. If okay. they give me, if they check a box that says they want to be part of the mailing list, that I can contact them in the future. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Good. But if they do not click that box, then they are not bothered in any way, shape, or form. Awesome. Do you find most people click the box? Yes. That's good. I would think so people because you're an fun. event. Yeah, yeah they want to they see when you have new things come out. So they want to know what's going on. They want to know when the room changes. They want to know if there's a discount available to them. Even if it's a $2 savings, if they bring in a group of six, there's a good savings right there for them. Yeah. How often do you contact them? Maybe once a year. When I flip a room, I'll say something to them. Um, but I don't contact them every week. So it's not like they're getting a lot of, you know, spam emails or anything from me and they get irritated with me and shut me off. Mm -hmm. I try to make sure that if I send something out, it has a really good valid point that most of them have indicated they're interested in hearing from me. Have you ever worked with, um, this is just a thought, have you ever worked with like a local restaurant or, you know, something, somebody like that and, and done something together as a promotion together? I've really encouraged it with a few people. Mm -hmm. um, I've worked with some of the school districts. Oh. So um, let's say they want to do, um, I know one of the local schools has done, their renaissance has done an escape room right in their building. Oh. And kids put all of the clues together or made up all of the clues and figured out how to work them. They did not know how to put them in order though. That would make some sort of sense as you went through the room trying to get your way out. So they called me and gave me all of the information they had created. And then I put it together for them so that they could just start as soon as you walk in the door, making your way through the room, trying to get out. And it all made sense. It had a good flow to it. So there, that is where they create. Kim, that's like a, that's like a whole nother business, Kim. In your spare yeah. time. That's, yeah. cool. that's cool. That's yes. really, really cool. You're a, an escape room consultant. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's fantastic. So I don't have any idea how many escape. I know they're, I think you're the only one in Newark, right? I'm the only one in Licking County. As far as I know, I'm the only one in all of the surrounding counties around Licking County, except for Franklin County. Franklin County has several. Several? When I did my research last, they had six to seven. Theirs seem to come and go. Yeah. So I, it's really hard to keep track of where they're at and what they have. They're usually at about six or seven in Franklin County in different locations. Is there a major player is there like a franchise or it's a big resort area there or? are a lot of franchises all across the united states ah yes there are big players in this industry um but everyone that i've talked to that mm -hmm. has played several games elsewhere and then comes here has told me that this place is just as good if not better than awesome. some of the games Good for you. Really? Kick their butts. What's the difference? Cleanliness, hospitality, customer service. Um, the way my rooms are set up, they're they're more logical. They're solvable. Mm -hmm. Whereas some of the larger chains, there's they're saying there's 
they can't follow them. They're not as logical. Some of them are not even solvable. It'll get to a certain point and then even the clues don't make sense anymore. The hints that they get don't make sense anymore. Huh. I've um, Somebody just recently said the materials that were needed to solve the room were not even present in the room. Really? Yes. Set up to fail. Yes. Huh. Exactly. That doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun. No, it doesn't no. at all. So that's one of my my key points around here is that I have plenty of time to flip the room from one customer to the next to clean it to make sure it's set up and properly functioning so that if there is a change that I need to make, I can make it or I can advise you ahead of time that there is a point in this room that I will step in and shoot you through to the next area that you need to be in because it's not fair to the customer. Like those people that can't even get into the door. Yep. <laughs> we would have been, I, I know, we would have been standing there for And it's been a long time minutes. ago, but it wasn't just me. It wasn't just <laughs> Angie. True. There were like 10 of us. We couldn't get in the freaking room. And <laughs> if you're listening, those people know, or watching, yeah. those people know who they are. Oh my god. I don't gosh. remember. We didn't did we get we didn't get out. No. We couldn't get in, we couldn't get out. So well, we didn't make it. We're lucky we're not still there. <laughs> and once you figured out how to get in, was it a fairly reasonable uh, Yes. Yes. It was. <laughs> it was it was the way I live my life, I was making everything way too complicated. Hmm. <laughs> huh. Uh, we need to take, we, we definitely, and we've talked about this. Of course, we talked about it before COVID and then COVID hit, but we need to bring, we need to take the kids in there now that the kids are older and it'd be interesting, except they'd probably yell at us. They, they'll yell at us, guaranteed. <laughs> you so, see a lot of dynamics. And, no, I bet. Yeah, it's pretty fun. You see brain fatigue kick in, so... And I think it's great for some of the teachers they come in because, you know, these kids get tired taking their tests and the teachers don't always recognize it or understand it. But brain fatigue really is a true thing and you can see it around here. You've seen enough. Can you tell when they walk in who can do it and who can't? Is there a type? You know, almost yes. I'm not 100% accurate. But the door really helps me. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. That's funny. Pre-test. That's a quiz. That's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> so when you, you know, when you were doing this, did was there ever a point that you were just like, and, you know, obviously around COVID, did you want to give up? I mean, was there anything that, that you just thought, no, I can't do this. This is not going to work. Can't keep going. When COVID hit, I considered it. Am I done? Is this it? But I kept going. Maybe it's a little bit of stubbornness. Maybe mm -hmm. it was just a successful business that I had built. Um, but I'm glad I didn't quit. I'm glad I kept going. Another time would have been right in the beginning. When I first set up my rooms, it was almost like I had studied really hard for a test. And then you go in and the test is put in front of you and you don't know if you're going to pass or fail. Uh -huh. So as soon as I brought in my customers and they or my test group to do the rooms that I had set up, 
it proved to me that I had passed the test, that the rooms that I had created were a positive thing, that I had passed this test with flying colors and that I could go on and go ahead and open. I didn't need to shut it down and give up the dream because I had yep. done it. I, my creativity had come through and it was a success. But so. yours, yeah, it's so different than a lot of businesses because it's coming from your brain. I mean, it's, yes. it's oh, yeah. a service and if people aren't having fun, they're going to tell yes. people. So that's exactly right. To you for figuring all that out and in a way that people enjoy it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So how do you, you know, what do you foresee your future with this? Getting bigger? Well, if COVID can stay on the down low and my customers can come in through the door, um, I would like to change my rooms more often and maybe even get a larger location or a second location, nice. get a mobile location. Um, so that I could go around to schools or I could go around to businesses. Um, I could go around to the different fairs. That's one of the things I would like to do the most is to get mobile and also have a doing that? What's that? Is there anybody doing that? A mobile escape room that you know of? Not, not in our area, but oh. they are very big in some of the larger cities. That's a cool idea. That's a fantastic idea, Kim. Mm -hmm. That uh, that just opens up a ton of possibilities because I can see yeah. you know businesses doing it for you know the the group meetings that they do as just something to break the ice. Um, yes. At the schools for kids or for the teachers because mm -hmm. you know the teachers do things together you know after or even for them kind of like a work work thing too. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, that's just. The possibilities are endless. Or even at like the, during the, um, the canal market, the, yes. the district stuff. It's a farmer's yes. market in town. Yes. Yep. Cool. That, that you is know, great. We've got all these fairs around here mm -hmm. where but it would kind of be set up like the haunted houses or something that the kids go into and things like that. You know, you go into a, a mobile air conditioned place and... You're in there for a few minutes trying to get yourself out, solving different puzzles. What kind of vehicle? Would it be just like a semi-trailer or something smaller than that? Maybe a semi-trailer, maybe an RV of some sort. You know, anything that we'll just say my dad can remodel. <laughs> just don't more, tell more me. <laughs> more jobs for dad. Here, turn this bus into a escape room yes exactly <laughs> sorry dad <laughs> yep <laughs> well you know what kind of advice would you give to other people that were thinking about you know they had a dream like you did and want to start a business do you have any any pointers for them i would say think about it i would say talk to pat and angie about it I would say um, there's a lot of websites out there, even through the state of Ohio, that will give you good startup information. I went to a class to help me start up this business. Um, there was a lot of different ideas for business startups in there. 
So, and I really just played my own devil's advocate, but it was because I had, do have a business background. So what makes common sense to me might not be common sense to someone else. And they'd have to really use different resources to figure out what might work and what might not. Right. I, I mean, because we know you and we know we've been to your place, your business, you are one that people could learn from because you're not in a really prominent location, which a lot of people might look at as a downside. And you said that that's probably what saved your business when COVID hit is not paying retail rates. Yes. When you started, you know, if people that don't know, it's, it's really in a neighborhood, you know, and it's, 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 it's in a residential neighborhood. There's a few commercial zoned properties in this residential neighborhood. Um, so it, it was and family. That, and you didn't use that as an excuse. You had to go out and market yourself, you know, which is yes. what we do. You know, whether it's handing out business cards, talking to waitresses, you know, or running ads, whatever you had to do, you can't just, I think, I think we see that a lot of people, people, even if they get the website, they put it up and then they sit back and they wait for the business to come in mm-hmm. and it just doesn't work that way. You have to go out and sell yourself and your business. Yes. and obviously you did that because you are nobody i mean not no offense but nobody's going to just drive by and see your place you're exactly unless right they, unless they're a neighbor but you know. you're exactly right well and even my neighbors that do come in they say i've seen this place for years i never knew what it was until today you know and they may have been here last week that's crazy really yeah people live in their own little worlds yes which is why you had to go out and tell them you know invite yes. them in and, and see what they think and i'm sure you've got a great uh customer service rate or review rate that everybody loves to go there so you do get well, reviews don't you they'll drive down the street and they'll pull up to the building i've even seen people open my front door and kind of like peek in and then answer turn around and look back at the car and be like yeah it's safe you can come on in come on come on <laughs> this is the right. place it's it really is a business it's not just seriously a, a van yes. offering candy <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Well, I like um I like your t-shirts. I said that before yep. uh yep. earlier when we were talking. Those those are pretty cool. How long have you been doing the t-shirts? We've probably had the t-shirts going on 4 years now. Nice. And, and we're getting ready to we, more designs. Now that we're recording, tell the people what you told us about how your designer works. <laughs> For your next t-shirt design <laughs> well you use post-it notes <laughs> and you keep them you keep, in a safe place right safe place that's correct so that you don't lose them otherwise you find yourself recreating the wheel again starting over from scratch so you really do have to keep them safe <laughs> and posted really yeah. helps I got you. That's a high tech situation. Yes. <laughs> do a lot of people, well, I guess if you've had them for four years, do a lot of people get the t-shirts when they're done? Yes. Whether they escape out of the room or not, they do. They seem to love the t-shirt. Um, and I even, in some of the schools that I've been in, have seen kids wearing them around the school. So I know that people are out there in the community wearing them. That's fantastic. Is there anything else that that you wanted to tell anybody? 
I can't think of anything. I think we've covered it all. So if somebody wanted to find out more about Escape It, where would they go to look? They can visit the website, www.escapeitnewark.com. They can also, our phone number is listed there. They can call and I'm pretty much the only one that answers. So if I don't answer, leave a message and I will return your phone call as soon as possible. Awesome. Well, we'll make sure that those are in the yeah, notes we'll include that of this in the show episode. Notes and send everybody that link and we're going to share this out for you. So Now, okay. before you go, what we wanted to do is, you know, we wanted to kind of make it fun at the end too. And so okay. we have... We have this little deck of questions that we're going to pull okay. a question out and you got to answer the question. So okay. are you game? I'm game for it. Let's go. No pun intended. Uh. <laughs> Which of your personality traits would you like to change? Ooh, deep. Ooh, deep. um, my giggle. Oh, come on. Why? I don't know. It's going to be famous now. Everybody seems to enjoy it, but I find it annoying. (laughs) So you don't want other people to enjoy you. I think that's the trait that needs. (laughs) I don't know. I I do. I find it annoying. Uh, That and the hair. But that's another day. Yeah. Kim, we all, we always tell we always tell everybody it's good to giggle. It is good to giggle. <laughs> it is good to giggle. You are correct. Yes. That's my t-shirt. Yeah, I think we'll wrap it up. Unfortunately, something happened with the camera, and it shut off. So um, of Kim. So I guess it kind of ended at the right time since we were on that last question. But we hope you guys have enjoyed this episode, episode number two, with Kim Workman at the Escape Room Newark. That's right. So until next time, see you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Local Vibes Podcast. Brought to you by Ultimate Online Marketing, where we help small business owners like you build the ultimate system that generates more leads, phone calls, and most importantly, more customers. More customers. Join our group by going to ultimateonlinemarketing.com slash group. There, you'll find live discussions, tips, podcasts, videos, and just plain real talk on how you too can be an ultimate online business. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.